You're listening to the Crestcore Real Estate Hour. Now, here's your host, Dean Harris. All right, good morning, everybody. New time. Everybody's trying to get used to this new time. Welcome to the Crestcore Real Estate Hour. It is uh, 10 o'clock here, Central Time, 8 o'clock on my West Coast. For my West Coast clients out there, we are coming at you live here from Memphis. So welcome. Welcome to Crestcore uh, Real Estate Hour. I am your host, Dean Harris. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in here on Facebook Live. The Crestcore Real Estate Hour concentrates on investing in Memphis and West Tennessee real estate. Uh, we'll focus on all those related topics. Uh, also, we'll discuss local and national investment trends as well as an inside look at what it takes to become an investor here in Memphis in West Tennessee, or what it takes to become a bigger and better investor here in Memphis and West Tennessee. Uh, remind you guys every single show that I am an investor, so if you have that old home that you need to sell quickly, uh, or you know someone that has an old home they need to sell quickly, shoot me an email, dean at crestcore.com. I'll be sure to get you a cash offer on that home today. Uh, today, Dan and I are going to be talking about how to build your investing network. Um, we are in two, two markets, Memphis and Jackson, Tennessee. Um, so, you know, we don't necessarily have to build two completely different no. models or, 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 or teams or, or people around us, but we, we will have some vendor partners that, that will carry from one city to the other. And then we might even have some that are, um, exclusive to just those cities, but Dan, let's get into it. How, how yeah. do we, how are we going to build our investment uh, or investing network? But this is, we've talked about this before. This is a show that we've done. Um, similar to this in the past about building your network. Generically, yeah. we're going to get a little more specific today about if you're investing in Memphis and you're investing in Jackson and the surrounding areas of Jackson, you know, how do you build your team? Who? We're going to give you names today. That's mm -hmm. something we don't normally do is come on here and plug ourselves and uh, really try to, you know, uh, push you on us or push you on any of our vendor partners. Mm -hmm. But today we're going to mention these folks and we're going to talk about how we've built our team and how you can build yours. Yeah. Um, it's one of the keys to, in my opinion, to getting started. A lot of investors come to me and they'll, they'll ask me the questions of how you get started. And my, my very first question is, is, you know, do you have your team built around you? Do you know, um, who you're going to use for, for various different things? And, and the, the answer is sometimes, Oh my gosh, no, I don't. But, mm -hmm. but oftentimes it's, it's yes, I've got a pretty good idea. Um, so let, let let's, let, let's dive into that. I want to, yeah. I want to give you the opportunity, though. We, we talked about this before the show. We've got a few announcements that we want to make about Crestcore. I'm going to let you do that. What's, what's going on at Crestcore? We've been adding um, some really new, bright talent and uh, that we're excited about. Well, before that, I just thought about this. I got a funny story for you. Sure. You got a second? Yeah. I got about 58. About 50? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I've been posting on Facebook. I posted last night my, my apartment. Very first one I bought, right? Oh, man. I had a fire the first month. We've gone through that whole story. Underinsured, no renters insurance. Back in 2002. 2001. 2001. October 2001. Can't ever forget it. Mm -hmm. Had a fire in April 9th of this month. Dude. So Same burned place. up six or seven units. Um, it's been, you know, a rough month. A lot of, you know, I mean, it was just, it was bad. Yeah. And uh, the pictures don't look good. The pictures don't look good. I mean, I'm already framing it, putting it back together, but. The funny part of the story is my adjuster called, which your your friends you actually, ironically friends with him from yeah you know, oh yeah Antonio when you were a kid. But mm -hmm. he's like, man, we were close on your coinsurance penalty, which is exactly what happened to me in two thousand one. And so I was telling Leah about this, my wife, and yeah. she's like, um, yeah, she was like, she's like, don't you go on the radio and like tell people watch out for this issue. 
Like, oh yeah. It's, oh yeah. I was like, wait, so who's the real estate investor here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, how close were you to it? I was very close, but he was able to fix it, work, you know, work through the numbers. But I was close. But I'm gonna have to. So, the lesson, the lesson learned for our listeners is check your insurance every year, check on construction rates, check on your replacement value of your policy, because mm-hmm. I was a little bit, you know, I was right at the edge. Mm-hmm. And so it could have gone bad. If it gets into that situation, they only give you a percentage of what your total claim is. Whew. So if you're 80% insured on the replacement cost, you have a fire, they're only, you know, if it's $200,000, they're going to only give you 80% of the 200, give mm-hmm. you 160, 40 grand, where are you going to come up with that? So when you have a big issue, it, it you know, anyway, all that to say, it's a lesson learned. That's why I post on Facebook, check your insurance every year, check, make, have a, don't just go with the cheapest. Yeah. Don't drive down your cost to no. where you're you're you know setting yourself up for when that big you know oh when the goodness, big fire comes. Big fire comes. That's you know fire, flood, earthquake. You know those kind of things. But anyway, that was my funny story. Yes. But yeah, as far as Memphis and I, Crest I, I Corps, think it, I, huh? do, I do think it's great that you think a, a, an apartment building burning for the second time is a funny story. I mean, I'm telling you, that's that's terrible. But I, but but we the talk funny about, stories. My wife calling yeah, me out on it. Out. Yeah, and the, the fact that I go on the radio and tell you guys, you know, watch out for your insurance, and here I am, barely skinning my, you know, Slimming so. By. But right. that's part of our part of our radio show is, is just to be brutally honest and be yeah. transparent and throw it out there. It definitely shows, and what we hear it from clients all the time. You got to be that way. So um, tell me about our announcements. At yeah, Crest just, we've added some new folks. Yeah, we got a guy Richard. He started with us this week uh, or last week for property management. Comes with us twenty years experience, commercial um, and residential. So we're super excited about him, okay. which allowed us to uh, move Catherine, who's over property management, over to Core Assist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's running our virtual staffing company. And if you want to hear more about that, I did a good podcast uh, I enjoyed with Jordan Moella on the Profitable Property Management podcast, um, where we talked about our journey with using virtual employees. I know it's been a game changer for you. Yeah, it has. Uh, so we're super excited for Catherine to go over there. And then just Corlin is really ramping up. So for those that needing bridge and you know uh, funding, that's something that uh, Matt Jones is leading. So okay. a, lot of, a lot of cool things happening yes, it on, is. on the office front uh, yeah. to just help our investors. I mean, that's... It's really all it's about. Yeah, just getting there. You've got to have the right people in the right places doing the right things. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing a whole lot of, um, I wouldn't say improvements. I'm seeing a whole lot of activity. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm seeing things change from a um, staffing standpoint. Yeah, barely to hanging on. Responsibility standpoint. Dropping balls to really being on top of it. That's right. Yeah, we're excited That's about that. Really, so. really good stuff going on there. All right, let's talk about how we're going to build our team. Amen. Um, like I said, we've done this show before in, in a general sense, but today we're going to get down to actually giving you some names of people that we work with that are our vendor yeah. partners that we refer you to. I, I don't, you know, I learned a lesson a long time ago. I had a guy, um, I was my second year in real estate. He asked me to refer him a lawn crew and I had a buddy, a friend of a friend mm-hmm. that was doing it, went over there and scalped this guy's yard, burn it smack up. And of course, who the first person he called, he, he called me. you. Did you know this guy was going to I didn't scalp have any, my yard? No, yeah, and... yeah. What did you know? We, so I ended up covering the cost of somebody out, you know, to come out and, and uh, try to take care of his yard. So I learned a lesson there. I always refer a couple of people and let that client choose. But um, we've talked about building a team. Uh, today we're going to discuss what the team members um, th- that you'll need and some potential groups and partners. What are – what are some of these things, Dan, that we build around and that we, we, we talk about? Well, starting at the high level, you know, and, and just to reinforce what you said, I mean, I think, you know, I take my reputation very, very uh, personal, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, you know, we don't, I just don't say names and refer people because a lot, 
yeah. unless I really truly believe in that person and that business or that partner. So let me just say that before we start. So, but I mean, high level, your real estate agent, yep. your insurance agency or agent, your closing attorney or title company, appraiser, mm-hmm. your property manager, the contractors you're going to use, potential inspectors, mm-hmm. and lastly, you know, our banks. Mm-hmm. Um, so all those, I mean, there's tons of other partners, like you mentioned, like lawn care, but you hopefully, if you choose to go write a property management, those will kind of fall underneath. Some of those very small. Does that make sense? Pest control, locksmith, lawn care, all fun under, mm-hmm. under, funnel underneath your property manager. They're, they'll be the ones that have that strategic partnership yeah. and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're self-managing, man, you got to have a plethora. Of I mean, you got to have a notebook full of notebook people. Notebook full of call. people. Yeah. I, I saw the, uh, on City Light, I saw their sub vendor list uh, yesterday. I just happened to see it on Richard's desk. And I mean, it was a, mile a full page yeah. of everybody. They got to have it. I mean, if you, you know? got, if you got one plumber that, I mean, it could be so easy for them to have one or two plumbers not be available due to jobs or whatever it may be. And you need a third for an emergency. I mean, that, well, and that's what was ironic about it. The full page. And that's with us having half the staff internal. That wasn't the internal staff. That was just outside people we call really? to help with pest control and locksmith and trees and lawn care. Now, we manage 3,000 houses, so it's a little bit different. But it, with you managing your own portfolio, you still got to have them. Agents, there are other agents here in town that sell investment real estate. Yeah. Um, I've clearly um, and by far and above superior to any other ones, but <laughs> no, we, and the we, most humble. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That's no. always coming off our best month, Dan. Uh, <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there. <laughs> this is my first. That's true. That's true. <laughs> no, we, we, we do. I, my team does a really good job. I've got a whole lot of support on the real estate end. Um, Brooke Howell is our transaction. Well, actually she got married. So Brooke Fitzpatrick is our, yeah. um, transaction coordinator. She also is a buyer's agent. She helps me, um, close deals up and, and get a get a whole lot. Uh, I guess more. She extends my arms out even further. Mm-hmm. Essentially, is what she does. Uh, Randall Weatherall is our multifamily specialist. Randall is transitioning uh, from an operations uh, role to our multifamily specialist. He handles um, all of the details that are required and necessary for a multifamily buyer or seller. I couldn't yeah. be any more excited about his potential and what's going on. Um, oh, he's a sponge. I mean, he's... he loves it. He loves it, and he's so smart, and he's so analytical, which is what is required of a multifamily agent. Um, so, so we do have that that specialty in house now, and then I've we've got Alyssa Fowler. She is our residential and retail uh, specialist. So we that's something that we've added here recently that we weren't sure when or how, but um, we've always referred out our uh, residential personal home clients to other agents. Uh, yeah. Now we can keep that in house with Alyssa. That's all yeah. she does. She doesn't even do investment real estate. So happy about that. What about insurance agents? So well, let me let me ask you for questions. Okay, I, mean, sure. I think this. You know, we don't like you said. We don't really uh, plug ourselves. Plug ourselves. I'm a little uncomfortable doing. But I want to. I want to. You know, for our listeners, you know, they hear us giving content. But what value do you bring versus another agent in town that does investment properties? What What is What does your value add? Um, a lot of mine. It, it comes from just brutal honesty. To be. To be just honest again, mm-hmm. I don't. I am not afraid to tell clients to not buy a house. Um, we close twenty five to thirty of these houses every single month. I'm not looking to pay a mortgage with a certain buyers or sellers commission. Um, I'm more interested in that long term relationship to help them build wealth or to liquidate um, some of their properties. And um, my advantage is I've, I've lived here. I was I wasn't born here. But I moved here when I was four or five years old. Went high mm-hmm. school and college here. I've uh, been a licensed agent for just under 18 years. So 
concentrating on this investment world for right at eight now. So we're I, the experience in our office goes pretty deep, and I'm also an owner. I, I've got uh, several properties myself, mm-hmm. um, so I'm like-minded when I speak to clients. I've got the same type of um, mentality and lookout for them that I would have myself. Now, we all buy different products, but um, the same process goes from when I buy to when they buy, and I try to treat them the same way. Yeah. Um, so that that's part of why well, it sets me apart from, from some of the other agents. And me, from outside looking in, because I've been invested since 2001, I would just say there's not many agents that I, that I really can think of that just focus on investment properties. Now we added Alyssa yeah. and that's going to be her focus. She, that's just, great. She's just mm-hmm. taking internal referrals and those kind of, and having yeah. her own little book of business. But you personally, like that's your focus. I only and, do it. Mm-hmm. And it was a great change for me to see when you went from, when you first came back from Keller Williams yeah. to, to, to Crestcore, you were like, I got this retail listing. I got this. And then over about six months after you started seeing the process come Just together and the team, away. you're like, man, I ain't got time for that retail listing. Mm-hmm. Well, let me get, I got to refer that out because I got to sell some houses for investors. Well, it comes down, it breaks it down like this. I could spend one afternoon showing six, seven, eight houses, retail houses mm-hmm. to somebody. It takes me three or four hours to do it. I mean, I could sell three investment homes in two hours. You know, I mean, it, it just, the time that it takes to help that is required. Yeah. I don't want to say that it takes, that is required to give the proper service to a residential home buyer is not something that are that I can that I can. Well, is not set set up for that. No, and I think no. And again, you go do that, then it takes you away from your core focus. Which, you know, I want to just kind of point out the one thing that we always talk about: the book, the one thing, the focus, yep. laser focus. That results happen when you do that. You know, and I think that's the the point that I see with you guys. For um, sure. What, what, how many listings do y'all have on average? Uh, we currently have 106. Um, I, I would say we probably average in the nine, you know, low nineties to high eighties. Um, I'm, I'm trying to increase that to, uh, average in one twenty five to one thirty with yep. a, with a peak of one fifty. So we're, we're, we have goals that we're, we're constantly trying to reach mm-hmm. and trying to get to. And, um, I can't touch enough people, you know, via email or phone or text during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I encourage it. We, we, you know, email and text is, is typically the, the quickest way to get to our team, but, um, if you, if you're looking to sell, um, I've, I've been telling, I told a guy this yesterday, if you've got investment homes that you've been looking to sell and you've been thinking for the last 12 months to 18 months, man, I'm thinking about selling. And you think you might think ahead for another 12 to 18 months. Yeah. I'm thinking about, don't, don't wait. Now's the time to do it. The prices have been at an all time high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've got buyers that are, that are ready to, ready. uh, to take those properties from you. So I'll end this, and we'll move on to the next strategic partner. What's sure. the biggest piece of advice you'd have for a buyer that's looking for an agent in Memphis or Jackson or wherever for an investor agent? What was your big, biggest piece of advice? To, as far as questions they would ask yeah, that just agent, questions or what they're looking for. I'd you know? start off with, do you own rental property? Mm. It's hard because, you know, you, you can. this is not something that you, quote, sell. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not getting on the phone telling you how wonderful this house is and how the great the carpets and the curb appeal are. This is numbers. Mm-hmm. I need to show you and prove to you that this works in this area. So I, I, w- I would ask first if they are an investor, do they own property themselves so they can be in a little bit of a like-minded thought process with you? Um, and then two, um, you know, ask them how many deals that they're willing to kill. That, that's one thing that I think it really resonates with my clients is that I am fully capable and willing and wanting in some cases to cancel deals. It just does not work for you, Mr. Investor. Mm-hmm. You have got to back away from this and keep moving on. Good deal. Well, um, next one is appraisers. Which... Yeah, appraisers. We don't appraisers. We don't necessarily. We can't really pick. 
Um, if, if you're going through a bank and you're going through a mortgage company, those banks and mortgage companies have to go through now since the, the crash in 2008 and nine, they've got to go through a third party service to order those appraisers. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for your own purposes, we've got some guys that we can refer you to. Meaning if you just need to know the value of your, your portfolio or a certain home or whatever it may be for your own benefit, I can refer you some. Uh, appraisers, though, going through banks and mortgage companies, we have no idea who it's going to be. So, so for me, I would say two, or th- well, one thing before I tell you the kind of people I think about, but know that yes, regulations of taking the appraiser out of the hands of the bank, they have to go through a third party, like you said. But you can tell a bank, I don't want to use such and such appraiser. Do you know that? Yes, you can. If you have someone, exclude somebody. If you have someone that you've had a bad experience with, or that you don't, would you know, maybe for personal reasons or whatever it might be, that you do not want them to appraise your properties. Yes, you can say I do not want. So them. that's something we can offer to just suggestion. You know, we know some appraisers that, for whatever reason, they're just super, super conservative. They look at what I would deem kind of the wrong comps. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, the, yep. They're not looking at the whole picture. They're looking just a microcosm. So like your appraiser ends up being twenty five thousand when. Somebody else is probably close. You know, the majority of the other appraisers are about forty. Yep. So that's a big difference when you're refining. Huge. That's fifteen thousand. Huge difference. Yeah. Huge difference. So, but you know, a couple favorites of mine, Don Warsham. He's been great. He helped us with our big refi we just did. So he did, you know, hundreds of appraisals. Very efficient with his team. Mm-hmm. Uh, just give him a shout out because I think he's he's been a real estate investor. Yep. He knows you know what to look for. What an investment house is not going to be the Taj Mahal. Yeah. He's just looking for it to be clean and safe and you know. But, you know, put together well. Right. He's not going to expect you to have upgraded with countertops, you know, granite countertops or something crazy. He knows um, how knows how to the value. He knows what yeah. to look for in the values. What I liked about him when we went through this process is just he would parcel it out to um, all his team. He didn't take them all for himself. He's like, I know we got to get these done quick. Yeah. He you know parceled out three or four guys in his office, you know, guys and girls, and got them done quick. Yeah. Um, and the other one is just Stevenson Associates. Both these guys. They can do desktop appraisal. Sometimes you need those when you're doing, yeah. say you're getting a hard money loan. Mm-hmm. You know, those guys might need a desktop appraisal to show what you're buying, you know, so you can refer and get, you know, for I've never bucks. had a bad experience with any of the appraisers at Stevenson. Everybody's no. been very nice and everybody's always been uh, respectful in the sense of, can you help me collect the necessary data so mm-hmm. I can help you? You know, mm-hmm. they've always reached out and said, hey, what am I missing here or what am I not getting because I'm coming here? Okay, well, what else can you give me to help me come up, you know, with, with the correct value? So yeah, now, Stevenson I, Associates are great. And I bet they have, I bet, hundred plus years of experience in that office. Between, and I bet there's more than that. Robert Stevenson and Scott and those guys. So anyway, good good group of guys. Mandy, Mandy, yeah, yep. yeah, they got a ton of experience over there. What about inspectors? You know this better than me. That I'm gonna throw, show my cards on this one. Like, I haven't used an inspector since my first. Um, since my first uh, rental house. You haven't used an inspector since your first rental house? So I'm showing my cards. I don't use licensed inspectors on mine either. Yeah, I just... The reason why is because I I tend... Um, all right, let me be careful how I phrase this. <laughs> I don't particularly care if there's some... Why, I mean, the things that... Okay, let me back up again. Licensed inspectors are hired to go into a property... And then and, pick it to death. And tell you every mm-hmm. single nail that's out of place. Yep. And that's their job, and that's what they're supposed to do. And if you're going to buy your residential home that you're going to live in for the next however many years, you want that. Mm-hmm. You want to know every nail that's out of place and what's going on. Right. 
from an investment standpoint, it's a deal killer because the perception is is that, man, this house is in terrible shape. Yeah, because it's because it's thirty pages yeah. of 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 rotten a, wood, a, sh- a shingle that's out of, place, out of place. You know, one little rotten non caught piece of wood. Like, how many times have we gotten with investors? They just get so hung up on that. You, I mean, you kill you kill a lot of deals. A lot of that. deals over this. And and look, if you're the inspector that has to have that, I respect that, and that's fine. And we'll go about it. Just know that you're gonna you're narrowing down your opportunities to buy a home to very very few because these are rental homes. These are tenants. They're they're not gonna. Some tenants will take better care of the homes than others, but they're not gonna take care of it like you're in, like they're an owner. I use our rehab team personally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I you know I trust Richard and and his team to go in and tell me what's going on with the home um, from all my major mechanicals. That's really what I'm focused on. Some rotten wooden things I can get anybody to replace, and it can happen any time. But your HVAC, your roof, your water heater, your mm-hmm. furnace, your plumbing, and your electrical and foundation. That's 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 really what I want to know checks out. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, uh, I'm going to fix it anyway. You know, I'm not really buying it. You know, if it's just overwhelming, a large amount of cosmetic stuff, maybe you don't buy it. But some of the smaller things that these guys pick up, you know, I'm not sure. If John Edwards, though, if you're looking for an inspector, John Edwards, uh, spot on uh, home inspections is somebody we've used in the past. Um, you can call John, 901-870-0850. He's done. A, he's prompt. He's quick. Mm-hmm. So if you do want that home inspector, I am not here to tell you to not get one. I'm just telling you that <laughs> most of my people do not. You know, I, I have to be on the record as letting the client choose. Choose. Right? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not at all telling you not to get one. But what I am saying is that um, they're deal killers, and they um, often give you way more information on an investment side than you're really looking for. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. It, again, if you want that peace of mind, I could see out of state. I could see why that you know, extra set of eyes, you know. And that's but fun. As we go through our rest of our partners, I mean, if you have the right contractors and stuff that are set up for rentals, you you should be in pretty good shape. Yes, so, I believe so. And I think it's worth if you're going to buy. And again, this is a volume play too. I mean, I think we're thinking you and I think volume right. versus somebody's buying one or two that might be worth that cost. Does that that's make right. sense? Like that's right because they want that thing really buttoned up. You know, and not that we don't, it's just, I'd I'll rather just a different product. Yeah. Go to a turnkey product. Um, closing attorneys. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that this is extremely important. Yep. Um, more important than, in my opinion, than you going and buying your residential home and just having somebody do a quick title search and, and close. The reason why. It's because there's so many different ways to buy these investment homes these days. You have to make sure that the title is clear. I just had a client that had to take eight listings away from mm-hmm. us because he bought them all at tax sales and none of the titles were clean. Never fixed it. Never yeah. fixed it. Never, never cured the title. Uh, so he had to pull them off the market. And he's got to spend about $1,700 a piece, $1,800 a piece to get them cleaned up. Um, and he's just not in position to do that right now. So it's extremely important. Will Griffin is one of our... Um, attorneys that he's been on the show you can actually go back um onto the youtube channel and you can see uh it's been a while we should have him on again but yeah i think we um, talked about tax sales and tax sales and different kinds of of ways that people buy these things um and why it's important yeah um but talk about will a little bit i know you know him well well, i've known him for years i mean he's got 25 you know plus experience with commercial residential so he's seen a lot he can you know, do, double closings, you can do assignments, you know, he's helped set up LLCs. Um, you know, he's got a team of attorneys with him and uh, paralegals that have been with him for a long time. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's just experienced with hard money loans. Mm-hmm. That's a key. You know, you got to have somebody that has 
that exposure. Yep. Because otherwise they look like look at you like a deer in the headlights. Like wow. if they've never seen it, you know, it's it's common common stuff, especially in Memphis. But you've got to have seen it to yep. really know that that's uh, uh, something. So yeah, Will Griffin's great. You know. Um, April McDowell. Yep, we use April McDowell some Close over at track. Close Track. Yep. They're uh, they're a bigger you know title company closing agency yep. here in town. Um, they're very efficient. Um, can handle large volumes. I mean, yeah. they got several offices across the city. So, That's right. How many offices um, do they have? Three. Three. Carville, Bartlett, Bartlett, and East Memphis. East Memphis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you know we got a new relationship in Jackson. Charles Patterson. Yep. Uh, we just closed a deal with him last week. Um, it was fun, you know, hanging out with him. He's got 40 plus years experience. He's got a large staff, um, you know, and he's only focused on real estate closing. So he's, he's closing, really? oh, he's closing tons and tons a day. Like, and everybody I meet in Jackson that I've met so far to date has said, we close with Charles. That's good. That's good. Yeah. You know? And so when I, when I sat down and met with him, I mean, his plethora of experience, you know, going back 40 years is, is bar none. I mean, the things he's been exposed to and things he's worked on now he's just kind of solely focused on real estate so yeah. um that's that's been good so there's three solid attorneys closing yeah. attorneys that we've given you here um uh, with will april mcdowell over at close track and then uh charles patterson mm-hmm. up in jackson so that's great um all right what's our next one our banks our banks mm-hmm. probably should have started this one first but uh, maybe it, it, it's typically one of our more important Senior partners, what we well, like. To, yeah, <laughs> most often asked questions is, yes. um, "Can you help me with financing? Can you help me with financing? Do you yeah. have any banks that you can refer?" That's right. And I really enjoy talking about these guys uh, because they've been huge partners of ours. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I rely on these more than any of our other vendor. Well, the closing attorneys, but banks and closing attorneys, I rely on both of those more than anybody else. That's who your team's dealing with the most, the most. and that's, that's right. the most questions I get about, "Hey, who are we closing mm-hmm. with, and who can you help me find a banker?" Um, Talk, I'm gonna, yeah. I'll talk about the next one. Talk yeah. about Brighton Bank. Yeah, Brighton Bank. We've been partners with them for a long time. Um, you know, they're based out of Brighton, but they have an office here. Um, mm-hmm. John Phillips has been there several years now as the leader, and he's really he's good. really turned that bank around. And yeah. uh, he loves investor loans. And you know, I've seen him send emails to our clients, and it's pretty simple. It's not he's not you know digging to your you know your grandma's you know. No. Checking account pretty balance, you know, it's pretty straightforward. W twos, personal financial statement, and you know, two years tax returns, kind of thing. And he's off to the races. So yeah. he's been good to work with. Fast approval, you know, if he can do it, he can do it. If not, he's gonna let you know real quickly yeah. uh, what's the hurdles to get there. So mm-hmm. we, we've enjoyed uh, that relationship. And I know one of your good friends is, is oh all Chuck, the yeah, yeah, Chuck Jackson with Guarantee Bank. Um, I just we just closed a seven house package with him and, mm-hmm. and one of our clients. Um, Chuck and I go way way back. Um, we, we, we grove together down in Oxford. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're both season ticket holders for the football team. And I, uh, I just enjoy Chuck's honesty. Uh, there's one thing that I can always count on with Chuck and that is, um, to tell me and to tell my clients the absolute truth. Yes, I can bank you. No, I cannot. And here's the reasons why. So he, he's from that area. He's, he lives in Sinatobia, the banks in Sinatobia, but he loans up here in Memphis and, um, He's not afraid of out-of-state clients, mm-hmm. um, as long as they're they qualify just like anyone else. That um, he, that their bank and Chuck himself are not afraid of out-of-state clients, especially when they know they work through me and they they manage through us. Mm-hmm. That's one of their key components is they know that they're partnering with us. They can they feel better about the home, how it's being taken care of and being managed. Um, so that that's one good thing with Chuck Jackson um, and Guarantee Bank. 
Yeah, and then I would just add, you know, for those that are looking for, you know, kind of bridge loans to get to before you go to Chuck or go to John, you know, yep. you get Matt Jones at Corland. We can set you up with that contact if you need it. But he does, you know, essentially hard money loans that, yep. but it's worked really well for clients that, and we, I think he just closed one yesterday for one of your clients that, you know, was kind of on the bubble and it's fi- financing. So yep. he did a six month loan, get them rented, get them fixed up. Now the value is going to be that much more. Can take them to a Chuck or, or, or uh, John Phillips, and now they're seasoned, quote unquote. Yep. And you probably get most of his money back out if it, you know, because I did with it our birth strategy, you know, yeah. turnkey alternative strategy. There should be equity in that property. And just well, just so you think we're not, we we preach the gospel here. I mean, I, I've done this. Yeah. I I use course or Cortland and yeah. um for a six house package. Yeah. I had it for. Six, seven, eight, nine months. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, and then refinanced it over with Chuck, with Chuck and yeah. uh, everything kept went on rolling. super smooth and kept rolling. Now I'm looking to do another one. So yeah. um, it's, it's just a tool. It is a tool. And so, it is something. That, as we're talking about building your team, these are things that you've got. These are things that you've got to know are available. Mm-hmm. It's not you know not everybody has got twenty percent down and go and buy a house every time. Let, let's try a hard money loan. Get right. into it. Keep it for a few months and, and get mm-hmm. back out of it. There's definitely some different strategies um, to, to use as you're doing this. All right. Insurance. Insurance. Man, this was uh, near and dear to my heart this month. Red hot on the tip of your tongue, isn't it? (laughs) You know, and and, and I I don't know where I was the other day. Somebody was complaining about insurance. Hmm. I had to bite my tongue. I'm like, it's a necessary evil. It's it's terrible until you need it. And then when you need it, if you ain't covered, it's it's bad. You know what I mean? Like no one ever says no, no one, everyone always complains about having to pay insurance, but yep. I, I don't, I very rarely hear somebody go, man, my insurance sure came in through right, right on time with all the money that I needed or, or said, I sure I'm glad I didn't have insurance and I just paid for that fire by myself. That was good. That was good. I saved all those premiums for three years. Never one time heard anybody I, say, man, I'm glad I didn't have insurance. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and we got a couple guys that we, guys and gals we use, you know, insight risk management is probably top of the list with us right now. We, you know, we use Van Menard and his team. Yep. You know, he grew up in the industry. His dad helped start that firm. It used to be called uh, Menard Gates and Mathis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's very knowledgeable. What I like about him is you can call him, and he usually knows off the tip of his tongue the answer. Yeah. You know, he's been he's seen it, done it. Yeah. He's done the research. Has a lot of you know uh, uh, people in the industry he knows, and he's helping a lot of people in Memphis. And if he doesn't know, he goes gets you that answer. You know, mm-hmm. and I think. Um, I have know. all mine insured through. Yeah, so he helps you with regular insurance for replacement costs, liability, mm-hmm. uh, umbrella policies, all that stuff that he's very knowledgeable and can guide you on that, you know, what you should have. Um, you know, and that, which led us to a master policy for our investors. That's something unique for us that we add value to. Talk about that for a second because I, 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 I spill that to every investor client that I have is that we do have a master policy with, with Insight. So it just basically we're trying to leverage number one, the houses that Douglas and I own and number two, our clients houses collectively with insight to drive down like a, a bulk policy. Mm-hmm. So you just, everybody's in this pool of, you know, you're, you're underwritten individually, but we're saying, Hey, insurance company, give us a good rate because I'm bringing you two, three, four, five hundred, 500, you know, clients and houses to, to insure mm-hmm. versus having to do onesie twosies here and there. Um, and so it's just, and to them, it's just a numbers game. You know, they, they know sure. from a statistical standpoint, you know, they got the numbers, they know what it is. And 
I mean, I talked to a lady last week that had insurance outside of Insight. I got her a quote. She came to the office from uh, Denver, I believe, on Friday, and she said it was five hundred. Her master policy was five hundred dollars re- less than what she was currently. Wow. I said, "Oh, wow, that pays your management fee for the year." You know, I was just joking. That, her, but, but that's good. I mean, that's that's, that's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And so it was good to hear. And then, you know, um, and, and for me, it's near and dear to my heart. The the fire example. You know, Van's been supportive, helped me through the whole thing, yeah. uh, pushed the adjusters when needed, given me permission to do some things ahead of the adjusters. You know, like securing it, sure, demoing it. You know, I don't like, you know me, I don't like waiting on anybody. No, keep going. <laughs> I want to keep going. Let's go. I can't stand sitting, looking at an apartment that just had a fire that you got to, oh, wow, we're going to wait for uh, everybody to get their stuff together and get this trash out. No, I want the trash out so I can see what I got. Yeah. And so yeah. he's been very helpful in that. I mean, very, very, uh, you know, just documented insurance or uh, receipts and yeah. um, emails and that kind of stuff, and you should be covered. So yeah. um, other than that, Harris, Madden, Powell, you know, they help us on some of our policies with, especially around workers' comp and, and it's more on the employee side. Yep. Um, they're a large, large firm with a lot of resources. they got a lot of specialization, so they've been good. And that's Blake Dickens. We use him, and he's a client of ours, so he understands. The he role. gets it. Yeah, he yep. gets it. He gets it. So mm-hmm. that's good to have a client that we're you know managing for that also buys property, so that's been a good yep. uh, value add. And then, State you know, Farm. yeah, State Farm. You know, we got Parker Rett. I uh, got Buddy Cliff Darnell. Cliff Darnell. Cliff Wilson, sorry, I was thinking about attorneys, <laughs> buddy of mine. Uh, Cliff Wilson, both of them do good, you know, especially if you have one or two houses and you're you're wanting the Primo Cadillac coverage. Those that guys is, are it. Those guys are it, and I would strongly recommend, you know, because people people know State Farm. And does it, that make sense? It, it like, does make some people feel yeah, better. That does make sense, which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's why we we're here. We, we got to give multiple choices to opportunities to to partner with people like that. Yep. So, yep. Um, and they do good rates. You know, I'm not. No, I State can, Farm's not bad, right? Yeah, they no, got, I mean, they're great. They're, they're higher because they cover a little bit more. But That's I, right. but I, we like to again. We go back to options. We're trying to make sure that we give all of our clients options for this. Um, this, this next one's interesting to me because I, I, I racked my brain on this one for a long time. But on the contractor bit, um, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you talk a little bit about Core Build. It's it covers so many different things. Yep. Um, from maintenance and construction to rehab. You you know it, it it's it's close to you it's something that you I, I, I believe started yeah, um, yeah, yeah. from from your end um, so talk about core build a little bit and and why 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 they should use core build and what are some of the advantages and and um and the and the staff and all that well you know and I, like I said I struggled with this one this weekend going through these strategic partners trying to think of other people to talk through and I was like man I just keep coming back to what we've created you know we're not perfect but. You know, we started this in 2015 on a journey because it was hard to find good contractors. Yeah. And I can't tell you. I mean, I talked to a guy who closed uh, on some stuff yesterday, and his thing's like, man, everybody's in Nashville. I can't get my subs. I don't have any good contractors. And, you know. Um, everybody's in Nashville. That's that- what he said. That's wow. what he said. I thought it was interesting. I was like, I bet there's some truth to that, you know. I bet there is, too. You know, that we've lost a lot of the good. Because, I mean, they're paying – so much more up there because of just the market, the market, the cranes are everywhere. There's so much construction. You was, hear stories about subs getting paid on one job. Just say, Hey man, come work for me on this other job. All of a sudden pay the, this gone. contractor you know, comes to the job site and his sub is gone, just flat out gone because they got a, uh, uh, like a start bonus or whatever. What do but, you think is the, what do you think is the root of that? Like what, why can't like, 
why can't like if somebody said why aren't there a ton of real estate agents i can answer that question why can't why aren't there a ton or why aren't there ample amount of solid good construction workers rehab maintenance type people because of because all we say you're shaking your head right now to it all we say is that um we it's hard to find mm-hmm. why is that i mean it's a grind it's uh you know it's hard work yeah you know it's with your hands and long days and hot and not everybody cold. wants to do it not everybody wants to do it so your your pool of people that are wanting to get out there and do it you know and some are just doing it because they can't think of anything else and so you know we've been through so many subs so many contractors you know like and technicians and and carpenters and all that stuff and yeah. you know we've you know, I mean, we started at the top. We got licensed, bonded, insured. We got our, you know, GC, plumbing, HVAC, electrical now. So we actually got the full gamut. Yeah. You know, we can build a house if we want to. Um, and so we're bonded, insured. You know, we have stated pricing. We actually have, we're close to where you can hand your clients, you know, here's what it costs to paint a three-bedroom. Here's what it costs for that water heater. This is what it costs for yeah. per foot on ceramic tile. Like, so you just, I mean, go Google it and compare it. I mean, and we're... This is what you know, this is, is what it is. Yep. And so for us, that's 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 been key to try to develop that. And so, you know, I could probably give off one-off names and numbers, but mm-hmm. a lot of times they're not licensed and bonded. And so that's why I'm saying I got stuck a little bit this weekend. I was like, man, who do I? Who else do we talk about? And so I'm just saying that humbly to say, like, right now at this moment with what we've created, again, we're not perfect. We're gonna make mistakes, but we're gonna own them. Uh, but there's just, you know, it's just such a hard, you know, to put my name on it, it's, it's a tough. If anybody tells you that their rehab team and their maintenance team never make some mistakes or flat out lying to you. Oh, yeah. If you ever hear somebody say, hey, we're, we're you know, we, we rarely make mistakes. Man. Yeah. It's construction and it's maintenance and that just doesn't happen. And, you know, we've, and we've learned some tricks of the trade. Our project manager estimators that go start to finish on the jobs, mm-hmm. now they're carrying around small tools. And so trying to be more efficient with that of just even uh, – you know, uh, going to the house and trying to get that sub back for that last missed a smoke detector or missed a smoke detector battery or missed uh, one little piece of paint right here. And just go ahead and knock it out yeah. versus keeping it and now writing it down. Someone's got to come some, back out. Send it to your person to try, try follow up. No. Let me know when it's finished. I'll come back. You know, like that whole thing. So we're trying to speed that up. Um, and then, you know, I think that's enough about contractors. Yeah, property management. we got two more. we got to knock out real quick. Yep. Property management, you know, you know, I was thinking about this as we can Renshaw, Bob Renshaw, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. So he does a great job and, and have a very, you know, very sharing relationship. Most other people that do property management, if you think about it, it's really turnkey for them. So, like they're selling turnkey and then they're managing, managing their, themselves. Their, and they, they don't, they don't really <clears throat> do their own. Um, they don't want to take outside clients right. a lot of them. So it is difficult. Yeah. So some of those managers are good, but they don't want to take outside clients. So then, you know, Renshaw's one, and then we, you know, obviously Crestcore, and, you know, I, I think about why us, and I'm like, we're investors first. You hear all these stories. We are constantly trying to better, get better. I mean, it's I not just, this. it's just not a business we bought or it's created no. to like own a couple or manage a couple hundred houses and then sit back on the beach. It's like, no, we're building a business, processes, systems. Property management, Dan, is difficult. It is difficult to do. Preach it. And it's difficult. I am, and it, and it's <laughs> difficult. Be, and it's more difficult, I believe, for us because 
we're not turning people away because it's a $350 rental. We mm-hmm. will manage that for you. There's a right and wrong way to do it. Right. But there are there are other management companies that limit themselves and they, they, they come to one product or one rent mm-hmm. range and that's all they want to do and that's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. We try to be a one-stop shop for you. If you want that lower-end home, that's fine. If you've got a higher-end one, we can manage that one as well. But it is difficult and nobody's perfect in the management world. Um, one thing I will say, <clears throat> you know, I'm not... Uh, we work with management, but I don't, you know, I'm not in management, in property management, I guess sure. I should say. But um, one thing that I've always noticed about our property management division is that if there is an issue that comes up, that we've made a mistake, we we always own that mistake and correct mm-hmm. it and fix it and move on. Mm-hmm. That, that's one thing that I've always said is that, um, you know, every property management company on the, on the planet is going to make mistakes. It's just how do you react after you make those mistakes is going to be the difference in my opinion. Cause it's, it's just too many moving parts to not ever make a mistake. So it kind of goes back to, you know, core values, you know, yep. What's your core values? I think that's very important. Back to the contract, all all of these, like I'd ask, like, what's your core values and how do you live those out every day? Like if they can't state them, you might have an issue. You might have an issue. And like, (laughs) you know, like, uh, you know, so like, like Renshaw brought up property management, like I know his core values are similar to ours. Yeah. And that's why I respect him. And that's why you've said his name here on the air today. Yeah. yeah. I'm not afraid of it, but. Right. Um, accounting. We'll this end is with big. this one. Yeah, this is huge. I mean, this is your back end, mm-hmm. you know, all your, what do we call them? Deductions, you know, uh, depreciation, mm-hmm. all that stuff, you know. And so I kind of have two routes I would suggest. You know, ATA, we kind of start partnering with those guys. They have 18 offices. Tennessee, North Mississippi, you know, mm-hmm. I think even Arkansas. Yep. Um, so they know um, they can handle the small client to the large client. So yep. those that with one or two houses or just wanting to, you know, somebody to process a return, not looking for a lot of guidance, you know, these guys would be perfect. But they can also handle the guidance piece as well. But they, they're going to be, you know, uh, more affordable yep. um, on that size for investors that might have one, two, five houses, right? Yep. CBiz, that's who we've been with for a couple of years now, several years now. And, they're built to handle complicated, larger tax returns, mm-hmm. meaning, you know, when you have 20 houses and 30 houses and you multiple a, businesses. You need an accountant or, that's got specializes in that. Yeah, you just need somebody that's, you know, and we like them because Bells and and some of the uh, other, you know. Um, Big developers, property owners. Yeah, too. property owners, bigger, you know, the commercial stuff. They've been ahead of us, you know, they're way, way, way ahead of us, you know, like, and they're doing their tax returns. So anything that they've learned how to uh work with this new tax law or an old tax law or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. deductions and that kind of stuff. They're ahead of us. So we get to, we get to ride the coattails. That's good. And that's what I enjoy about that part. So, Hey Dan, thanks for coming in today. I yeah, uh, appreciate you guys listening today. Um, go to our show's YouTube channel, the Crest Core real estate hour. You can go and check out all of the uh, prior shows in today's show. We're going to post it today. So appreciate you listening. We'll be back next Wednesday at 10 AM. Thank you. <laughs>